Oh yeah, the wipe is tied. You know it's time, time to get wiping. The two voices you're about to hear are Charlie Hutton and Liam Keeley in the studio tonight. They'll be playing the news game, looking at sports desk, and answering your sweet, sweet listener questions. Oh yeah, it's wipers time. Oh, what that time? Wipers times, wipers times. You know it's time. And we're back. It's episode five of the Wipers Times podcast. I'm Charlie, and joined by Liam Keeley. Liam, how are you doing? I'm all right, mate. I uh, felt better. Yeah. But, um... I'll, I'll be okay. Yeah, one half of the Wipers Times podcast is quite worse for wear today. <laughs> yeah. Um, and usually, of course, as the listeners know, we start with the news. But this week, we're going to do something different, which is not do the news, because um, no news has happened <laughs> in the last week. Yeah, it's been quiet, hasn't it? It's definitely nothing to do with uh, a lack of preparation <laughs> for today's podcast. <laughs> but that's a stroke of luck, really, because we are, quite frankly, inundated <laughs> yeah. with yeah. questions. Yeah, we are. Uh, your listener correspondence. So we're going to start with that. Something of a correspondence special. Mm. Um, Need to get them out of the way. We've got loads. Yeah, we've, we've got a bit of a backlog. Um, <laughs> the, the first question comes from us from Twitter, at WipersPod yeah, yeah, on sweet. Twitter. Right. At MaceWindu12 asks, if some Donald name, Trump... by the way, some name. Yes, yeah, it's a good name. Just <laughs> carry on. 11 MaceWindu is clearly taken already. <laughs> uh, if Donald Trump had a secret hobby, what would it be? Paint by numbers. Yeah, yeah. This is, that's assuming he can count. Yeah. Or he'd do it backwards. Yeah. And then just get pissed off when it didn't come together. I was thinking more, oh, you know, he's got his own special room. But he'd get really into it, though. He'd get really he, he would, damn He would animated. dedicate a thing. People would go into the Oval Office. Like, oh, can we come in? No. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What are you got? He's just sort of standing in the way, sheepishly. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. no got, and he's um, a phone call with uh, Iran. He's like, yeah. oh, no. Hang on a minute. Not now. <laughs> we've got we've got severe delays here. On the t- I'm, I'm going to sort this out first. Can you not see? There's a, there's a tree over the line. Yeah. <laughs> severe distra- Leaves on the track. <laughs> Do you not see how busy I am in here? Um, the thing is, though, I don't think Donald Trump could have a secret hobby. No. I think for a man... He'd have to let everyone know, wouldn't he? What he he's he's got, weirdly, so few secrets mm. that I don't think he could. No. He'd be a nightmare, wouldn't he? Yeah. My, he'd, be, he'd be one of them friends where... My mum's bad for it. So you tell your mum something, yeah. and then next thing you know, everyone knows. Oh, right, it's okay. Like, oh, cheers, mum. Told you yeah. I had confidence. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah, I reckon yeah. he's that sort of person. He's that, he'd be that sort of mum. Well, yeah. Or more, he'd My be... My mum is Donald Trump. Or he'd be the kind of person who, who would get into something, and then that's all he'd talk about. Yeah. That, that'd be it. Yeah. Well, I've got a friend, um, who I'm not going to name, who <laughs> he's got uh, lots of tattoos, various ink, and he wants various ink. Yeah. Sorry, it just made me laugh. That's just another way of saying another tattoo. We've got time to do. Um, <laughs> he he come in one day with a Winnie the Pooh tattoo. Yeah. On it, like I'm talking maybe hand sized. Whereabouts? On his chest. Nice. Yeah, upper chest of Winnie the Pooh. Never had expressed any interest in Winnie the Pooh whatsoever in the past. But then after he got the Winnie the Pooh tattoo, and this is the man who went to the tattoo parlour. Um, and decided sort of on the day what he's going to get. Right, okay. Sort of, sort of spin the wheel and yeah. <laughs> did up with Winnie the Pooh. But then afterwards, just kept talking about Winnie the Pooh. Just right. dropping it into conversations, like interesting... Just anything wi- about Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, to sort Winnie of justify getting this tattoo. He's got some really nice quotes, does Winnie the Pooh. Yeah? I know that. He's got some really heartfelt quotes. Do you know any? Off the top of my head? No. <laughs> no, I <don't. laughs> no, I don't. Not off the top of my head, no. But... Um, 
I'm sure this guy. I'm sure. I'm sure my mate does. Yeah, he probably he probably got some tattooed on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chest is a brave place yeah. to put a big tattoo of Winnie the Pooh. On yeah, there. he must mean a lot to him. I don't really. I think it does. And this is the worrying thing. Was it? Is it coloured? Nah. What? Nah. It's just what a, a half black and white outline. <laughs> so it's just a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a sh- wait. Does he wear a shirt? Yeah, he's got a red shirt. I've got a question. You've got no pants though. Never is Winnie the Pooh naked? Well, see, right, I've seen this question, similar things with Donald Duck. Right. I can never think of the answer. Donald Duck has no pants, but no. then when he gets out of the shower, he has a towel wrapped around him. Yes, and also, correct me if I'm wrong, Goofy yeah. wears trousers. Yeah. So <laughs> assuming in the Disney universe, yeah. trousers exist. Well, they must, then they he's must not... be putting a nod towards genitalia, wouldn't they? Yeah. If he's got trousers on. Have a bit of decency. Yeah. But how can Donald Duck can get away with it just because he's got a speech impediment? The man wears oh, a hat. I take that back. It's not because he's got a speech impediment that he gets away with it. Right, so... <laughs> yeah, I think if you were running around Tesco with no trousers on, or indeed pants, and, and then you were arrested, yeah. and then when confronted why are you wearing no trousers, responded with a lisp... <laughs> Oh, I do apologise, sir. <laughs> I, do, I can only apologise. Be on your way. Maybe to the trouser aisle, but still, be on your way. <laughs> really, I'm sorry. I wasted your time here, mate. I really take, just leave, sorry. Christ, imagine that. Yeah. Well, to be fair, imagine a duck running around Tesco or something. Yeah, that'd be funny. That's like the, like the people who, um, I don't know how true this is, but the people who released into a supermarket, I think in America, like five pigs, and they numbered all the pigs one, two, three, four, and six. What happened to five? Well, that's the thing. Oh, they'd be they'd be spending time looking looking oh, looking right, for number nice. five. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, okay, clever. They should have done it with geese. <laughs> Quite literally, a wild goose chase. <laughs> <laughs> Missed a trick there. Yeah, right. Okay, going back to your mate getting a weird tattoo. Yeah. What have you got any tattoos? Uh, I've got uh, a couple of tattoos. Neither of them very good. <laughs> um... If you could think, right? What, what would you? If you could think now, what would you get tattooed on you? Oh, I know what I'd get tattooed on me. What? I'd get, I'd get tattooed on me a giant tiger on my chest. On your chest, across your chest. Yeah, brave. Uh, without trousers on. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> real nice. Because, because I think so. I've got a couple of tattoos, and they're not very good. Kind of little stick and poke things. Mm. And I think if you're gonna get tattooed a proper one, you go hard or go home. Yeah. You Don't be fanning around with little, to. you know, like. A little bird on your wrist, or like you know, infinity symbol, a bit yeah. kind of that kind of caper. Now nah, go big. I had a mate of mine who, um, his ex missus, uh, they got both got tattoos. Oh, <laughs> he got a lock. He got a. He got the key. She had a lock. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pal. That's he dreadful. He got ruined. For it, honest <laughs> to God, it's so. Oh, it's that terrible. He's got it covered up now, like. But that's atrocious. Know. No, he's he's up there with some. She's uh, got the lock. Yeah, she could get it like unlocked now. Well, she yeah, she could do. (laughs) That's terrible. It is. It's not the best. He's 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 moved on. He's got a lot better tattoos now. Yeah, a few more keys down his. Oh Christ, no! Never happening again. Well, because I I know a person who, and this is the reason why when I get a tattoo, I want a massive one, is because he's got a massive tattoo, and he's telling me, and it's basically from hip to shoulder, hip to shoulder, and it's of a giant tidal wave, and it's of a punk rocker on a surfboard on the tidal wave, right? That's inventive. It, you know, like... I mean, I, what do you, where do you stand, right? That do was his think... first tattoo, is my point. That was his first yeah, one? Yeah, just, just caution to the wind. Fuck it. Fuck Get that. Oh, God, that must have hurt, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I think yeah, fair no, play. Fair pl- no, I, I completely agree with you, Charlie, mate. But yeah. um, 
Okay, so we've got a question from at Dharma Slees, who asks, um, and I don't know if you saw this, who asks, so Kaka, former Ballon d'Or winner Kaka, was uh, spotted playing five-a-side with an amateur team in mm. Hoxton, in London. Mm. He's got a real distinct style of play, hasn't he? You could tell it was him yeah. from the start. He also had Kaka written on his back. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, uh, <laughs> I won't say anything. Um, <laughs> I also say, the person says, at Dharma Slees says he was spotted playing five. I think it was a... A promotional thing. Oh, yeah. There was so if he wasn't spotted, many people, waste though. of money if he wasn't. Yeah, they're all ki- kitted in suit and boots. Suit I think it was an Adidas one. Predator vehicle. Anyway. They've ruined that boot. They have. I think it looks ridiculous. Have. It does, doesn't it? Just like, looks silly. The old school Predator, the kind of... Top notch. Yeah, the kind of... I'm talking 2007 Fernando Torres bad boy. Yeah. I'd even go earlier. Yeah? Yeah. Like 2006 Steven Gerrard one. Yeah. Good year earlier. <laughs> I just realised as soon as I said it, I went into go like 2004 or five or something. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, what a stupid idiot. It, he asks, if you could choose one person from the world of sport to join in with an everyday task or hobby, who would you choose? Now, I appreciate that Kaka joining in with football isn't that strange. Uh, no, it's, you could quite pre- you could predict that. Yeah. But, um, and hear me out, Wayne Hennessy, World War II Memorial. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, right? Not bad, though, is it? So, this is obviously inspired by uh, the infamous story where Wayne Hennessy allegedly... Um, I still can't believe he got away with that. Well, like, he was allegedly excuse. doing a Nazi salute, which he said he was just itching his nose and pointing. Um, and he's never heard of Hitler, was that, did he say yeah, that? Well, this yeah. prompted the, the greatest headline of all time, which was, Wayne Hennessy vows to learn about the Holocaust, says Roy Hodgson. No, Roy, Wayne Hennessy can't wait to learn about the Holocaust, says Roy Hodgson. Jesus Christ. So this could be, this could be putting it, in, this could be putting it, whether or not he learnt it, into place. Would, would, would he be a tour guide? Yeah. Yeah, nice. So I, he'd, he'd be pointing people in the right direction. Jesus <laughs> But, you know, he could then say, listen, I've learnt about uh, the Holocaust. Yeah. Uh, as a man approaching 40. Uh, I've learnt about the Holocaust. Here's what I've learnt. As, as a test of his... That's not a bad... Uh, I, that's a decent shout, Charlie. Thank you. Not bad. Don't think it'd work. <laughs> <laughs> Be a good PR move from him, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Look at me. I'm now a tour guide. Because, uh, yeah, when, when pros retire, it's either basically coach, pundit, mm. or just doing whatever... The, lorry the likes driver, of like Carlton Palmer. He's a lorry driver. Yeah. You could go down the, the Thomas Graveson route. Is it Graveson or Graveson? You could go down the Thomas Graveson route. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big poker player. Yeah, he made yeah. he made like millions and millions in in uh, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I always forget he played for Madrid. Didn't. Okay. Um, sorry, we'll take the yours. Well, you've got no answer, but thankfully we've got more questions. Yeah, thank God. Just uh, riff, just riff. We're just vibing. What this is? This isn't a podcast. This is a verbal jam session. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) at Luke Owen 96 on Twitter asks is breakfast cereal a type of soup Mm, depends on your milk to cereal ratio yeah in my opinion if you first of all Charlie do you put your cereal in first before your milk yes I do thank god I don't know how anyone I'm not a maniac no it is is a brave and confident person who puts the milk in no it's a cry for help (laughs) (laughs) that's all it is so if you ever do it, there's just attention. Please yeah. help me. Look at me. I can't even make cereal. Yeah, I suppose because if you were a person that did that, you'd keep it on the hush. You wouldn't want anyone to know. Unless you're Donald Trump, you'd probably tell everyone. You'd probably <laughs> tweet it to the world. Yeah. Um, um, right. But, well, I will just say something, though, and this is very brave to admit it. 
Um, and this is uh, in the wake of you know, Philip Schofield very bravely coming out as gay. Um, I've got a confession to make. I put the milk in, then take the tea bag out when making a cup of tea. That's fine. Oh. I've got no issue with that. What an accepting society we live in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the issue. I, I, mind you, I'm not a big tea drinker, so all the, no. the etiquette's but not no, there. But I, I have got a problem with coffee, Charlie. Mm -hmm. Right? Tell me now, do you put the milk in before you put the hot water in? So you go milk, sugar, <laughs> uh, coffee, sugar, milk, and then hot water. No. You well, put... you're doing it wrong, sir, because you no. burn the coffee. No, no, no. Yeah, you do. Yeah, well, I, well, 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 well I'm making this with a uh, professional uh, barista espresso maker. Have you got a cafetiere? I haven't got a cafetiere, no. Oh, okay. French press. I I've got a mocha pot. You got a mocha pot? Yeah. That means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Bearing in mind, you're speaking to a barista, yeah? Yeah. So, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a mocha pot is one of those, it almost looks like a cartoon coffee pot. Right. It's sort of... Uh, why, why is it... Mocha's chocolate, why is it called that? Spelled differently, two Ks. Oh. Right. Um, That's me shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Who trained you? <laughs> anyway, but back to the yeah, back to the, the, yeah. Sorry, That's the, the important uh, pressing issue mm. um, is breakfast cereal a type of soup. Well, it depends what you do with it, right? Yeah. So I reckon if you put too much milk in, like if you, do you overflow it? No, no, no. I just want it to uh, the milk level should just kiss the very top of the just, cereal. Just kiss it like it's your sister. Oh. <laughs> An insight into what Liam does in his own time there. <laughs> no, um, see, if you, if you, I don't know actually, because if you get to a point where you can't s see the cereal, mm. like it's just little orange bits floating, then arguably it, it could look somewhat like a, a minestrone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Normal. I, it's interesting because when I first read this question, I thought, no, what a ridiculous question. Of course it's not. Yeah, so but the I, more I think yeah, about it, as you can tell with my answer, it's getting a bit, bit more bitty. Because yeah. I'm uh, doubting myself now. I think it. Wh why not? Why not? <laughs> because I'm trying to think of a soup, mate, where there's something solid that kind of outdoes the the liquid. So, oh, so it's about the ratio, right? Yeah, if there's the more liquid. I said that at the start, but I've not really solid. supported it. But I'm on about the ratio. Okay, well, is it a casserole then? A goulash? A perhaps. goulash? Oh, I had some goulash at Slovakia. That was nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Real nice. Anyway, um, <laughs> I've spoken about my my, my time in Slovakia <laughs> in the podcast. Oh, I think I made my business clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's not a soup. Not for me. I'm not having it. Liam says it's not a soup. It's not a soup. <laughs> I don't want to fall out with you over this, Liam. <laughs> no, if you think it's a soup, that's fair. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah, and I'll see you outside. <laughs> <laughs> soup in hand. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we've got another question. This, is, this was sent to us on our email address, which is pipestimespod at gmail.com. Um, we stupidly didn't make the Twitter handle and the email the same thing. Yeah. So idiots like me get confused every fucking week. <laughs> Dear Wipers, love the podcast. I listen with my five-year-old son, and right now I've got a fruit scone and a lemsip. <laughs> What's the, why, why is that important? Like, Bit of colour to the... <laughs> who has, it, what is it? A scone and a lemsip? I've got a fruit scone and a lemsip. What? Can she not decide if she's ill or something? Is it a he or a she? Yeah. Uh, it's a she, I think. Right. Choose another beverage, Christ woman. With a oh, fruit scone. She's got a five-year-old son. <clears throat> why is she having lemsip just knocking about? Why is she listening to the wives? I, I would say not really suitable for five-year-olds, but then she hasn't explicitly said that the five-year-old is listening to the podcast. No, it's just there. The five-year-old could be listening to death metal, for all we know. It could be. He'll, he'll grow up mature. He's had, he's had his fair share of cusses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my question for you lads is... <laughs> 
<laughs> when have you been the most greasy and why? Right. Does that mean hair, greasy hair? Or uh, just greasy I in I think general? we can interpret this any way we want. Right, okay. Well, realistically, like after a, a, a festival, perhaps. Of not showering at a festival, maybe. Well, I'm, I'm an eczema sufferer, so... Mm. Anytime I put the cream on, I'm a slippery slope. You're just one no greasy bloke. No, yeah, no one's <laughs> catching me when I've got my creams on. I'll tell you, that'll just slip right out of hand. That, or on holiday, you know them um, soap football games? Soap football games? Yeah, so mm. like, like load of um, soap makes it slippy. Yeah. Uh, I thought you would have assumed. And then you just play some football. Oh, okay. Was uh, it sort of like a slip and slide type operation? Yeah, mate, it hurts. It's Really, it's not the best idea because a lot of. Are you playing on what surface is it? Oh, I don't know, like um, tarpaulin sort of right, thing. Right, okay. That sort of thing. I think that would be brilliant. Mate, it's class. As but... a man who puts in a hard challenge from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. It's class, but you do feel ankles, knees, elbows. Every single bone, you do end up hurting. Yeah. But it's good fun though, and uh, boy, oh boy, was I greasy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the pod sorted. <laughs> um, that's the, that th- them two are the greasiest times. Yeah. I'm pretty greasy often. I mean, what could I do? I've got to help my skin. I can't really think of a time when I've been particularly greasy. I've not, you know, covered myself in goose fat and swum the channel or anything like that. <laughs> I don't get greasy hair, though. No. I think it's blessed with the curls. Ah, actually, tell a because I had, like, Bieber hair in high school. Oh, yeah. I had some Didn't we all? horrendous haircuts. I think I've probably had worse. Oh, mate. Oh, no, no, no. Do you reckon? Right, what's your worst? My worst, well, I want to dye my hair bleach blonde, the whole thing. Uh, and I've got quite dark hair. Why? What was up with you? Is everything all right at all? Or? I don't know, I should have had a fruit scone and lens it, really. <laughs> yeah, that would have you sorted me out. <laughs> but I dyed my hair bleach blonde and it came out yellow. It was atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Did you regret it instantly? Or did you Pretty think, much. you know what? No, I backed my decision. I look, I look, no. I look shit off. The next thing I purchased was a hat. Okay, um, nice. I then tried to I then tried to dye it back to my normal colour, but sort of overdid it and it came out black. So I'd gone from sort of boy band to goth, jet black. Yeah, I'm talking black. So, wow, right. Yeah. So what was the, what was the style though? Uh, but normal hair, that normal sort of hair. Just normal hair. Yeah. It, 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 See, my my colour never changed, but my styles. Yeah. They changed like the weather. <laughs> Go on, man. Oh, mate, I... So, up until year seven-ish, mm. you know, when I couldn't speak for myself or anything, my dad used to take me to the barber and just get his hair cut, yeah. which was basically just shave it. My, my dad's bald, so... Well... I'm glad that... My dad's balding. Balding. Yeah. He used to have really big, thick, curly, weird, like, afro hair. Yeah. But he doesn't know, obviously, old age. But Ian, the old barber, God bless his soul, he's died now. He used to just butcher me. Yeah. And then, obviously, year seven... I had some friends, I had some, formulated some sort of opinions, you know, yeah. myself. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to go get my hair cut mis- myself. Yeah. Uh, and it was just a, Jesus, it just went bad to worse. Like, so I, I had proper long hair, mm. like really long, like not, but it weren't, it weren't down here. It was just like a really thick beaver haircut and it was just shite. And then I moved on to, my hair went curly because I got butchered again. Yeah. It just grew back curly. And then um, I just ended up having, shame sides then just a, Fucking afro, it just went oh, up. God, it's sort of chef's up. hat. Yeah, 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 lad. You want to see my <laughs> prom pictures on Instagram? Oh, God. God. Some, oh, it's an awful haircut. I think my, my hair at school was always, I was not popular enough to be different at school. No. So my hair was always quite tame. PH7 at yeah. school. <laughs> but I did shave my head once. All oh, right. Um, I've always thought about doing it, but I've got too long of a head. <laughs> 
Mm. Like sort of, you know, a razor head. You what? A razor head. A razor head. Yeah. What? As in an actual razor head? As in, as in the film, a razor head. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, well, that's just a cultural reference <laughs> for those in the know. God, you've got some great pop culture. <laughs> Thanks. Um, we move on to uh, what the was next... that one? Was that the greasy one? That was. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> we move on to the next question. This is still the same person, by the way. Or well, they say or, but we'll we, we, we'll tackle them all. <laughs> or what's your least favourite kind of discrimination? <laughs> I feel like we're stepping on eggshells. I, I, I'll throw back a question. Is what, what is there a favourite type of yeah, discrimination? Who has a, a favourite? Positive discrimination. Nice. Um, I've got a lot of time for that discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, positive discrimination. Thank you. Yeah. I think... Could you uh, explain what that is, please? Positive discrimination is where... So, like, the BBC, for example, mm. have to fill a certain quota of, like, ethnic minorities or... Well, yeah. just minorities in general, and that is what they call positive discrimination, to try and include everyone from every walk oh, of life. Okay. Um, I knew what it meant. I was just... The listeners... No, yeah, I'm sure. You know. Uh, well, our listeners are thick as muck, so that, <laughs> that will have... Uh, <laughs> that's for them. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> so that, but that doesn't. What's your least favourite kind of discrimination? Well, negative discrimination. Yeah, anything then, I negative. I've got. I don't really. I don't know how to answer that one. In all honesty. Moving very swiftly on. What's the name? Well, it's Alison Wrigley. Oh, sorry, Alison. Another Alison. Alison Green. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry, oh. more on that later. <laughs> anyway, Alison Wrigley. Or, who do you think deserves a real scare? Brackets. Like if you could dress up and jump out of a bush at someone. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> like if you could dress up and jump out a bush at someone. Um, what's his name? Ali, Ali Adid or something? Um... Idi Amin. Idi Amin, yeah. Ali Adid. Ali Adid. Good player. Stoke legend. I watched Last King of Scotland the other day. Oh, great film. It is a great film. Uh, So, yeah, I'd scare him. I'd scare him so hard. Nasty piece of work. (laughs) It really is. But I I, I don't know how I'd do it. I wouldn't go jump in a bush. That's not scaring anyone. No. Because you're putting too much pressure on yourself. This is crazy, though. Today, I was on the bus. Um, Little peek behind the curtain for the listeners. (laughs) I was on the bus, and I saw someone in a ghillie suit jump out of a bush at someone. They were, no one right, there was someone filming, like some YouTube pranksters, probably. <laughs> <laughs> some good-for-nothing student upstarts <laughs> with too much time on their hands. Yeah. Anyway, they were filming and then getting people's reactions. Someone in a ghillie suit jumping out of a bus. Oh, out right. of a bus, jumping out of a bus. Jumping Jesus, out of a bush. Out of a bus. That's, some, that's a scary thing. That would scare everyone involved, probably. Um, but anyway, I'd, I'd dress up in a gimp suit. Yeah, I'd dress up in a gimp suit because that's scary. Yeah, and then, oh, what would I do? But the question is, as they're at self checkout in yeah. the shops, <laughs> I'm there. I tell you what, I'd do. Oh, I'd I'd be the voice in the self checkout. Nice. Kind of, please select payment yeah. method. And then I'd, I mean, then I'd be like, please select payment method, Chris. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> or they'd put your tea and they'd put the stuff in the bag, in the bagging area. Yeah. And then just keep asking them to do it. Yeah. That pisses people Please off. take your things out of the bag. No, put them back in. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Just sod it. Just take your stuff. What? That's not low-fat yoghurt, Karen. <laughs> you need it, love. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> put that back. Uh, no, I, I still haven't picked... Neither of you, you haven't picked anyone. No. Um... Robert Earnshaw, that's who I'd scare. 
Why? Why not? Yeah. I've not heard of him for a while. I'm scared of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scare his career back on track. <laughs> I think he's a coach now. He and um, me in a gimp suit scaring Robert Earnshaw. He and so Robert Earnshaw and Wayne Hennessy coming out of retirement. Here's <laughs> your Alan Bartridge idea for it. Idea <laughs> yeah. for a series. Wayne Hennessy and Robert Earnshaw. Robert Earnshaw scaring people with hard facts about the Holocaust in supermarket checkouts. Nice. It's got mileage. Channel yeah, Five. If you're listening, Channel Five are all over that. <laughs> Or UK TV. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, this is this would be like, you know, late at night when you're channel hopping yeah. and you get to page nine or ten. Oh, God, it'd be, it'd be teleshopping level. Well into it? that, the sort of 400s. Have you ever watched teleshopping? Yeah. Oh, it's mate. actually pretty incredible. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Some of the stuff they've got it's for an sale. art. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm scaring Robert Earnshaw. Okay. You scare the shit out of him. Okay, and so <laughs> that's from Alison Rigby, who also says, P.S., my son says Liam has the funniest silly northern voice. Care to comment on that? In your yeah. funny northern voice. Fuck him. Fuck that little prick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him, man. And you're scone, you. Yeah, isn't it? You eat scone and have a lemsip. Fuck him. Honestly, y- your mother's clearly <laughs> mental. Yeah. Sort her out Why first. are you even listening to it? Don't comment on my accent. <laughs> Who are you? Come Why on, you show your face, yeah. you coward. <laughs> Uh, that's all for correspondence. Um, I think we fucking put the world to rights there. <laughs> Once again, the mics are up. It's time for Sports Desk. Yeah, I've got sports for your ass. Liam, <laughs> prepare your ass. Prepare your ass sports Desk. Sports. Right, Calcio Storico. Right. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. Right, it's a sport that strictly happens in Florence. Okay. In the festival of San Giovanni, 24th of June. Very Italian, isn't it? What, the 24th of June? No, San Giovanni. <laughs> Sa- sounds Asian, actually. <laughs> San Giovanni. San Giovanni. No, San Giovanni. Giovanni. Yeah. So, it's glad that's cleared up. Move Fuck, on. Oh, you've ruined my flow. <laughs> right, so it dates back, this thing, to... Yeah. Get ready for this. Go on. Before the Renaissance period. Bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. get, get a load of that. You know, uh, it's said to uh, have been started by the Romans to play during peacetime. Right. How much peace time did they have? Well, clearly too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> made up a whole game. So it's uh, there's four teams involved in this, and right. they um, the set the subdivided into four largest and most historic churches within the city. Okay. So religion's quite a key aspect in this, apparently, I suppose. So the idea of it is the same as football, whereas in you're putting a ball in a net, but the way you do it is very different. So think of football, rugby, MMA. Okay. Right. It, a plethora of sports. Once again, the Romans are well ahead of their time. Yeah, they are. You could say they're fucking stupid if you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, we so, can slag off the Romans. Yeah. I think there's one group of people we can slag off. <laughs> it's them. Yeah. So the pitch is 80 by 40 metres. Right. I think. So the 40 metres is... The width of the um, pitch is the... Each end is the same size as your net. So it's okay. not a little net, so it's the width of the pitch. So you've got to chuck it in there and you play it for 50 minutes straight. Yeah. Bear in mind, like when you hear what's going on within within the game, gotta be fit to do this. Yeah. Christ alive. The opposition are allowed to punch, kick, wrestle, basically just beat the living daylights out of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whether you have the hold of the ball or not. But there was one one rule, Charlie. It's not complete carnage. <laughs> there is some sense to yeah. this madness. You can only go one on one when you're doing that. You can't right, get okay. up on people. And then I don't think you can kick people in the face when they're on the floor. Okay. Of, I mean that's just that's just 
sportsmanship. Well, I've got a question, <laughs> dating back to last week's episode. Are there more or fewer rules in Texas roller derby than in Calcio, than in, than in sport? I think there's, there's more rules in that. Okay. Yeah, so a lot more rules in that, because there's not an awful lot to do with it. Each team has 27 players. Right. That's a lot, <laughs> that's a lot of people, in it? Just beating each other up. And there's no substitutions. Okay. So you, that's what I mean. You've got to be fit to do this. This is chaos. Yeah. And then if you if you throw, kick, whatever, the ball, and it goes over the net, the other team get half a goal. Over the net? Yeah. Okay. It goes over. Because like, there's a net, like, it catches it. And then there's just, right, okay. Because yeah, there's uh, spectators. But uh, right, so are they still playing this game? Yeah, it still okay. goes on. It oh, sure, of course. You're trying to say uh, let me doing. just let me just take you back to when I first started, Charlie. Someone's not listening. <laughs> it takes place at the festival of San Giovanni. Yeah, you know that one where you said it sounds Asian. Yeah, Jesus, switch on, man. Twenty fourth of June in Florence, right? <laughs> also, no professionals are in this game. They're okay. all volunteers. Okay. Just got to volunteer to do it. Are there, uh, after watching a documentary on it, it turns it people just play for pride. I think. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, for the for, for God, I'm sure. <laughs> it's like a purge, isn't it? Yeah. A little bit. Just beat fuck out someone. Yeah. But the church says we can do it, so it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> that's how things work, man. Religion. <laughs> um, that's it. That's all I've got. About okay. It. But um, right. So and so this is gonna happen. So the next question I have is. Are they active on Twitter? And the second question I have is, will they fucking reply to us? <laughs> because we've chosen... So the Texas Roller Derby, they haven't tweeted in, in over a year. Nope. So... I I'm, don't even think the Facebook is updated. So I'm either. doubtful. We could yeah. write them a letter. But they play. They play next... Is it the 11th? I don't know. I think it's the 11th. Oh, it so, might be today. And then obviously... Dare I utter their name? H.C. Duck La Praha. I think Handle. they won the other day as well. Oh, f- fuck them. <laughs> fuck them, mate. I can't believe we went to so many lengths. I know. To, dude, we did a whole message in their language. Unbelievable. So, but would, are these... Bear in mind... Uh, hold on, Charlie. They don't get any reaction to the tweets. No. Like, you get about ten favourites or something. Yeah. Maybe a retweet. <laughs> Why can't they listen but to us? They're so smug. <laughs> they're laughing at... They're, 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 they're laughing also, at us. Also... <laughs> I'm inclined to say they, they overuse emojis. I mean, that, they do. They do. Like, they've got trophies every fucking sentence. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this. They're not winners. Pathetic. They're losers. Slugs. I didn't think we'd be this quick to turn on them. <laughs> but they t- they've touched a nerve. Yeah. <laughs> Although, this actually, for any um, potential suitors in terms of new sports, they'd be either very reluctant to get involved with us as to how quickly we turn, or they appreciate the passion. Or um, they'd passion. be quick as a flash. Reply, reply, reply. <laughs> yeah. I reckon you've got to appreciate the passion. Yeah, definitely. We just love handball, man. <laughs> Remind me of the name of the sport? Calcio Storico. In full Italian accent. It's like um, Inglorious Bastards, isn't it? When, uh... More lammy. <laughs> Arriva Dolce. Dominico. <laughs> just film references, man. Classic, just riffing. Oh, it's just pop culture, just... left, right and bloody centre. <laughs> yes. We have been talking about speaking about films on the podcast but then yeah. the, one, the problem with that is obviously if you haven't seen the film it gets very boring very quickly yeah it is uh, um, I tried listening to uh, Kermode and Simon Mayo oh uh, yeah and I think well, Kermode poses bit of a donut <laughs> yeah up his own I'd go on like to say. go on let's have it well no it's just it was just agreeing with you that when I've, when I've listened and I haven't seen the film like, yeah. well, I don't understand what I'm listening to yeah 
You know what I mean? There's no point. No, there isn't. Unlike, you know, when I mean, you're listening to something to do with a sport, which you've never watched. I mean, or I heard that, of. That is... <laughs> that's, that's just top quality description yeah, that's that we've got. Goddamn content. I think the approach of trying to drag down everyone in our path is going to work for us. <laughs> yeah. It's dog eat dog this world, mate. We're better than you. Everyone strap in. Whoever's listening, we're better than you. <laughs> yeah. If you're five years old and think I've got a silly northern <laughs> accent, I am coming for you. What we should do, because coming up soon... We've got the Alison Green Hall of Fame. Oh, nice. Um, and I think we should do a kind of um, alternative version. Alternative version. Nice, version. Alternative version <laughs> of the Alison Green Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, where all the people that we hate. Oh, okay. All the people I don't like using the word hate. It's a wasted emotion, no, I grant you. All the people <laughs> whom we wish nothing but the very worst for in <laughs> yeah. all their endeavours. Um, I just say I've got no time for them. Yeah. So we're going to dedicate an entire section of the podcast to people <laughs> talking about them. No time for when, in fact, we are giving up our Saturday afternoons <laughs> to talk about them. Oh, no. No, we get paid millions for this. Oh, hundreds of thousands of millions. <laughs> I'm not good with numbers, Charlie. No. <laughs> I do all the accounts. Yeah. Um, Fucking interns. Fuck the interns, mate. <laughs> They're all five-year-olds. That's the problem. <laughs> the Alison Green Hall of Fame... Uh, Alison Green was, as we all know, as our dedicated listeners will know, it's was a freak. Was an absolute freak <laughs> woman who was addicted to applying for jobs yeah. and going to Paul interviews. Woman. I hope she's got through the addiction. I hope to God that with the strength of the people around her, this lunatic <laughs> has sorted it out. She'll get the job done. Yeah. Um, very good. Nice. Went um, under the radar, that didn't it? Speaking of getting the job done. Okay. We've the inductee that I want to bring into the Hall of Fame is a man called Guy Goma. Guy Goma. Guy Goma. I have no idea who he is. Guy Goma is a man who, um, in 2006, uh, turned up for a job interview at the BBC. Uh, oh. Yes. I yeah. Do know, I do right. Know okay. Man, yeah. yeah. Um, he turned up for a job interview. He's a man from Congo, and um, sorry, Republic of the Congo. I was about to say. Uh, it, come on. Um, <laughs> it's got a title for a reason. And he thought he was turning up for an interview in, uh, I think, a. Um, he was just uh, turning up for a job interview to be an accountant at the BBC. And then whatever happened is, someone said, are you Guy? Are you here for the interview? Are you Guy? Thinking that he was Guy Guy Cuny. I don't know how to say his name, but a, a, a um, technology expert. And somehow ended up live on the BBC, on BBC Breakfast, asking about uh, the future of online downloads for music. Right. But Guy Goma, in true Alison Green spirit, went through with the interview <laughs> on live television and gave it his all. I'm going to tweet out on our, uh, on our Twitter page uh, the video of Guy Goma because it is something else. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. it's quite spectacular. So there is a moment in the interview where you can see he's realised... <laughs> what's happened and how far this has gone. So anyway, um, <laughs> he comes on. It's just the penny drop bit. Yeah, 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 he comes his on. Expression. And you can see on his face the moment where he realised that... The uh, thing is, he hasn't fucked up. No, he hasn't. It's the BBC. Of course it's the BBC. It's always them. What they've done is they've discriminated a bit too positively. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, yeah, just a bit too yeah. much. Yeah. What would you do in, in his position? I'd go through with it. Would you go through with it? Of course I would. I would talk 
absolute nonsense. The thing is, hindsight is a wonderful thing. But it, it makes it even worse. Obviously, English isn't his first language. No. Like you can tell. So imagine that. Be... And this is, they, they've, thought, they've got someone who they think is a technology expert. So they want his expert opinion and he knows nothing. But he does go through with it. <laughs> and he sort of gives the, uh, an incredibly... Uh, so he's asked, um, will more people be downloading online? And then he sort of says, well, if you go everywhere, you're going to see a lot of people downloading through the internet and the website, everything they want. But I think it's much better for development and to improve people what they want and to get on the easy way and so faster the things they're looking for. Oh, I'm not a... I don't know what you just said. Listen, his English is better than my it, Congolese. It, 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 that, yeah, that much is clear. Yeah, it's right? clear. I'm not disputing that. Like, fair play to the guy. He's doing his best with the language, but... But this is... Why would... They, I just don't understand why the presenters wouldn't think that is complete codswash. Listen, the level of preparation that goes into these things is minimal, clearly. <laughs> and, you know... Fucking this hell. is what we pay our licence fee for. He tried a bit of jargon there. Yeah. He tried a bit of jargon. But, but there is... However, a darker side to this whole affair. Oh, okay. And this is why I think he needs to be entered into the Alison Green Hall of Fame because, you know, history chose him, you know? Some people are thrust into greatness, and he was, right? And he grasped it by the nettle. He had a go at it. 20 minutes after the television interview, Guy Gomer attended the real job interview, which lasted l half the time of the television interview. He didn't get the job. He didn't get the job? No. Scumbags. I know. What? Yeah. So he seems he's more qualified to be a technology expert than he is an accountant. Yeah. Oh, I, um, he gets in the Hall of Fame for me. He gets in the Hall of Fame, but there is, is some sort of there is, also a, there is also Well, it actually gets worse. Oh, I, have I gone too <laughs> he's soon? In the, he's in the Hall of Fame. That much is clear. Have I just... I don't know if... I have no idea where this is going. Soon after his appearance, there was some speculation that Goma was in Britain illegally, having stayed overstayed his tourist visa. Uh, and then he might be deported from the country. Oh. But! That, was, that did take a dark turn. But! Uh, three years later, his uh, apparent visa problems have been resolved, allowing him to live and work in the UK indefinitely. Just not at the BBC. Just not at the Beeb, no. <laughs> Still! Well, he's had an up and down, hasn't he, a couple of years? Yeah. Bloody hell. Do you know what? Guy Gomer, welcome to the yeah, Green Hall of Fame. Join... Alison Green. I don't think he'll get on with her. You're in good company. <laughs> Have an interview. Oh, mate. What polar opposites. Imagine. She loves job interviews. <laughs> and he's got poor success rate with job interviews. I think she would be jealous of Guy Goma. I think she'd help him. Next thing you know, yeah. we'd, we'd, go, we'd say, oh, what's going on? People hold What a dream fame. team. Yeah. And it turns out he's the accountant, the head accountant of BBC. What? Yeah. And Guy Goma and Alison Green. Robert Earnshaw and Wayne Hennessy. Robert Earnshaw. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm not sure about Wayne Ennis getting in there. <laughs> no, he's not in the Hall he's of Fame. Like, he, he's as far. He's with the five-year-old. Yeah, he is. Oh, I hate that man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back, uh, and so we'll be doing the uh, Alison Green Hall of Fame next episode. Uh, if you have any suggestions, we've we've got a few. Um, so if you have any suggestions for the Alison Green Hall of Fame, get in touch. Liam, just remind us what our online handles are. Oh God, right. Twitter's at Wipers Times Pod. At Wipers Pod. Yeah. At Wipers Pod. The, I know the email yeah. is at wiperstimespod at gmail.com. Yeah. Not, it's not that at the start. <laughs> I've just said, I, God, I've got it wrong. Let me do it again. <laughs> let me do it again. Right. So your Twitter is oh, at Wipers Pod. Yeah. And then your email is wiperstimespod at gmail.com. Smooth as a brick. As ever, Liam. <laughs> I was like a bull in a china shop. 
Did you see that there's Mythbusters, right? Throwback. They got nice. a bull in a china shop once. It just walked round everything. It just walked round everything? Yeah. Well, that's an unfair experiment. Yeah. Because surely you've got to wind it up and then the saying's there. Yeah. I, I, no, Mythbusters, what a waste of time. That's neither of... Yeah, it was not... Fuck Mythbusters! <laughs> I've got no time for you, Mythbusters. <laughs> You've joined the list. And we've got no time left on the Wife of Times podcast. Oh, nice. What a segue. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you so much for listening. So what has actually been a bumper edition of the Wife of Times podcast, I uh, will be back next week with the news game, with, um, with Sports Desk, the Alison Green Hall of Fame, correspondence, anything else that I decide to <laughs> pop into my head on the way here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Liam, thank you as ever for coming in. Hey, don't worry about it, mate. Lovely stuff. Here, we'll, anyway. s- we'll see you next week. <laughs> in a bit. Bye. You've been listening to the Wipers Times podcast. And if your ears weren't completely satisfied, get in touch on Twitter at Wipers Times Pod. Or drop us an email, Wipers Times Podcast at gmail.com. We might not meet them, we might not reply. We'll probably be off making sweet, sweet love. Yeah, we're not, not together, Charlie. Who is Charlie? I'm, I'm Barry White, uh, doing uh, the voice for the Wireless Time Power. We'll see you next time.